This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Eric. Welcome back. Hello. I made a six-hour drive to be here for this podcast today. <laughs> we appreciate it a lot. I am dedicated. Yeah, no, we appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. I wouldn't want to make a six-hour drive and then immediately Ooh. go to the office and oh no, immediately. I'd be <laughs> <laughs> We've made we made one stop on the halfway point on our drive mm-hmm. and refueled and then drove straight to the office. I have not yet to got to see my babies yet and got smooches so we're gonna wrap this up pretty fast today okay (laughs) guys well it has been a quite a slow week so slow for you so for you but yeah you were off um, we had pretty much opposite weeks you were off where again uh for i was in spokane washington at the rocky mountain nato convention right Uh right i was telling people it was seattle when oh, called for you. that sounds so posh, though. <laughs> like so, 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 like that sounds big leagues. <laughs> Rocky Mountain's awesome, but not Seattle. Like yeah. big convention, awesome. Mm-hmm. No, but it was great, and we were at the Davenport, the historic Davenport Hotel, which is amazing and beautiful. And so it was really fun to be in these like super ornate glitzy ballrooms like what you oh, think yeah. of as like a Seattle. ballroom, <laughs> <laughs> and be and talking about you know theater owner stuff yeah it was just it was good it, i got to see a lot of colleagues i got to see a lot of film company people got to see some you know footage for some upcoming stuff i got to screen abominable so, um, so you saw the whole movie yeah universal oh. brought abominable i had to miss the other screening they had unfortunately because you know at these things you can't always make everything because you want to take time out to take people out to dinner and mm. do that sort of thing. So I missed the other screening, but I did get to see a bottle and I did get to see the, the product reels. So that was good. Nice. Yeah. And they also have what um, vendors come in and show oh, yeah, up their ha- products too. <laughs> and, and I don't know. As well as studios showing up yeah, with theirs. About anybody else, but I loved this trade show. It was, it's on the smaller scale than when you get obviously in Vegas, which is huge but it's so it's on a smaller scale you get to actually have time to hit every booth and it makes it a little more intimate and it's not every day so you know the way they had it set up i thought was awesome we had certain events um each day but the trade show was just one day a huge block in the afternoon everybody wasn't just waiting around you got in you got out you got to see who you wanted to and then those vendors weren't stuck waiting there you know as people meandered through it was really you know when the trade show time came, everybody was bound and determined to hit everything in the trade show. So that it was just so well done. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. There was a few seating companies. Um, just got to sit in some more luxury seating and <laughs> find out more. I would love to just go down the line testing them all out. Oh, like, well, yeah, there are differences. <laughs> Ooh, but this one, Eric, the lumbar support. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. They have um, chairs where, you know, it's dual motor so you can adjust the, your back support and your leg support oh, sim- yeah. like independent of each other those ads are for beds like that on tv yeah it like, looks really weird but it's they, probably comfortable they have them where they're heated you can get a heated seat oh i know probably a lot of people would love that since so many people are like the movie theater is yeah. freezing yeah 
um, what else they, they have where you can have a firmer, more cushy, you can have big armrests, you can have tray armrests. I mean, there's so many options. Like you really have to think about the services that you want to have for the theater and then design your chair around your services because I just want endless plush and I want to sink into the chair. Like (laughs) Like, why? Only my eyes are like visible. (laughs) Yeah. So I can see the screen just surrounded by comfort <laughs> no they even had at one point a short panel on architecture changes and movie theaters Ooh. not just retrofits but new builds and how um i think the point was they were trying to talk about how the theaters are getting um smaller more intimate um yeah, with, I can bl- with I can the reclining that. chairs but it didn't quite go go the way i think the point was to make um but i i think it just should be re- reiterated that because of chair usage and utilization of your butts and seats philosophy that I like to talk about here, the recliners are the way to go. I know a lot of yes. people are just doing nice new seats, but um, I think the biggest... It's not enough. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that came out of it that I was a little disappointed was to think that peop- just because you have a small town theater and you only serve maybe two or 3,000 people, that those people in your town don't like or deserve or expect luxury seating that they would find mm-hmm. in a big city. Yeah. I mean, just cause you're the only game in town doesn't mean you don't up your game. <laughs> well, uh, my parents, they're, I talked to them about what, you know, what movies they saw all the time and they have two, three theaters there, but uh-huh. 99% of the time they go to the luxury seat ones. Right. It's, you know, it's just the experiences. It's what they want, yeah. you know? And, and I think as a suggestion that I would make for the next um, convention is just to reiterate to theater owners about sometimes educating them on media dollars. We talk a lot about that with video games. Like oh, yeah, I just no, we've talked about that a lot on this podcast. Too. Yeah, I just finished Assassin's Creed. That game cost me sixty dollars. You're like, oh, I could go to the movie for I could go to the movie six times on an yeah. average ticket for that. But I played that video game two hundred hours. <laughs> yeah, no, it they, like. It's a lot of bang for your buck. It's so much bang for your buck. I haven't yeah. even gotten to the expansion mm-hmm. packs yet. That's probably another hundred hours the way I play the game. All and for sixty bucks. Yeah. I yeah, mean, no, I and mean, then another twenty are. bucks for the expansion packs. Yeah. Like I the exact same way with games. You know, yeah, yeah. It, at the at the moment of purchase, it's like, whew, I'm gonna sink, you know, fifty plus bucks into this. But then fast forward a year, two years, right. sometimes even more, it's like I'm still Still, still playing, playing it, it. Yeah. yeah and then you add on the binge streaming you know s- series so yeah. like witcher the that video game is being made into a mini series so it's bigger than a movie i'm gonna get multiple episodes but it's gonna have the arc of a movie i mean it's just what makes theaters different isn't as much i mean it is the content and it's always going to be content driven yeah, but it has to be more it has to be more yeah and more is going to be what seat do I have? And it's picture and sound matter, but not as much as the seat I'm sitting in. Like, I, I feel Personally, like... Personally, I disagree, but I get what well, you're saying. Well, that's because right. we're, we're accustomed we're, to notice yeah, those we, things, but... We ask for the finer the majority of the right. people, because, you know, with they my friends notice. and stuff, I'll, I'll rant about how the speakers don't work at our theater, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even notice. Yeah, true. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> true. No, and to be honest, like, when I... <laughs> we're snobs. When I consult people on like where they should spend their money in the theater, mm-hmm. I'm like, get yourself a decent projection, get yourself decent sound, mm-hmm. get yourself really nice seats, expand your concession menu, you know, do those extra things that mm-hmm. unless you're going to do maybe, and I would even argue that maybe doing a sound above picture is even more important. Like Sound is infinitely more important. Yeah. Than it, picture. It really, yeah. I would agree with that too. It really... That's like, 
film helps. school 101. Right. Like a poor picture with good sound will be artsy, but a good picture with poor sound will just be bad. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So, and I feel like that wasn't really, that's something we know, but like it wasn't really talked about. And I think that there's a lot of independent theater owners that were being slightly led astray. Like, yeah, I can about see that. Oh, about but, that a little I mean, bit. Probably not purposefully, but no. it's like, no, guys, you you gotta see it. You know, it's not quite like that. I felt like it was um, small thinking was being presented as like the main yeah. thought. You know, yeah. that more giving more importance to what it really is than what's actually happening with consumers out there. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's just theater owners that don't realize that, even if they're being told that. Well, it's just, like, it just there just has to be that fine way of really explaining and harping. Yeah to the owner like hey like these things are important you may think they're too expensive or you may think that they're not important but trust us like with the changing times like these things will be yeah. important i think it's to keep hard theater afloat i think it's hard for for owners especially independent owners for a number of reasons for decades it's all been about the movies like mm-hmm. that wasn't America's pastime was movies and sports and as we get into this new media landscape it's just so different and Mm -hmm. it's just really it goes against all of their experience I mean people some of these people have had movie theaters for like 30 40 years it's just so different nowadays what do you mean it's different now this has always been yeah it's always been product driven so you sorry not anymore so you got a little bit of that you've got people having a movie theater is tough and it's a tough industry and you can struggle like any other business. And so you're asking people to make significant, you know, contributions to their theater and upgrades that they, they just might not feel could pencil out. Well, yeah, no, sometimes they're like, I've been running this. I know how things go. Right. I'm like, never going to make my money on back a movie, on that. You get money. <laughs> right. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> but I, I feel like what they're doing is, is, just catering to an audience like slowly they're losing the audience that it, that does matter for because that that audience is going to go out and experience these nice luxury theaters yeah. so to say like i'm the only theater in town it's inconvenient for them to go anywhere else why should i upgrade i as long as i have a clean well-managed theater it should be fine well people are going to are going to start wanting what they get in other places locally especially yeah. their own homes like yeah they're trying to get them out of their homes so that way they can Bottom have line, almost a similar experience you want you're not competing with that theater that's in the big city with the recliners <laughs> in the sense you're competing that you're with what's you're, at their homes your customers yeah, people homes. have their favorite chair their spot on the couch that they mm-hmm. love it's fitted to them i don't want to get up and go to some chintzy little like hard kind of fold down thing right. or even just even With a the rocker. sticky floors, <laughs> you know, the poor sound. I don't really like rockers on my movie theater chair or yeah. seat. I don't like to lean back that little bit. I like to lean back, but I, if sometimes I've had ones that are like kind of loose, and it's yeah. like I just. It doesn't stay in one Recliners spot. are fine. Rockers, I, I'm with you. I don't yeah. I don't really like it when they move those that recliners, much. Those recliners, those big oversized ones, though. Yeah. My, Luxury ones, that's why they're my the My thing is, is when I go to the movie, I like to put my feet up. Oh, I put my feet up every time. And I always you, look for the bar. And if you do, a, <laughs> yeah, if you do a rocker, people Ooh, are still D10. putting their feet up on your brand new rockers. Mm-hmm. And, and they're still, like, destroying the back of them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're not saving any money by not... By not upgrading and they're just gonna look bad the more they get worn Mm -hmm. on or trash the look from shoes and they're like the the biggest perk yeah those putting your feet up we get it it's hard to spend those dollars but it might be able to worth be worth it 
It well, what's great about when you upgrade something in the theater like that's more like a service and a luxury feel, like the seats, you can raise ticket prices without consumers um, getting upset because they see the investment. They see what and their ticket price bought it. Before them. the yeah. ads or anything has even started, they sit down. They're like, oh. I mean, I would say that the seat is probably the first thing they notice when you, yeah. know, you actually go into the auditorium maybe you look up at the screen but if, unless right. you're like at an IMAX and you're like whoa it's huge it's just a normal movie theater yeah mm-hmm. but once you sit down you're like ooh this is where I get to spend the next you know two like, hours whether you're a film snob like us or not like the first thing this. everyone majorly notices is the seats yeah I would say I think that's why stadium was such a huge thing about 15 years ago and why it really like I know that I noticed that's like that where it's inclined right it's a it's stadium like raised, is the is the different yeah. levels so you can raised. see over the people's yeah. heads in front of you and i know and i noticed that here in our town that we're in now there was a sloped floor theater and there a brand new stadium went in and it put the sloped floor theater out of business and oh, now that's what, right it yeah it did that's right it, put, it did completely mm-hmm. put it out of business even though that sloped floor theater was across from the college god it was sloped. like literally college kids about, could yeah. walk to it Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it was before my time here. Yeah, and now it, because it put it out of business, it, if the tides had been like reversed, that slope floor theater could put in luxury so much easier than the yeah. than the stadium theater we have now because they didn't build the risers wide enough to accommodate the new chairs because mm-hmm. that wasn't ever something in the plan, and um and if the theater was still in existence, it would probably put the stadium theater out of business. I would not be surprised if that's yeah. the case, if they had kept it slope floors, put the recliners in and given it a facelift. Tables Unfortunately, now it's a grocery store and a brewery. <laughs> though it is a good brewery. Oh, that building. But yeah. you're right though. It is unfortunate. It would have been a cool place for that, a movie theater. Just some history on it. That used to be a threeplex and then they expanded to a five and then they expanded it again, wasn't, I think was to it an eight. Six? I think it was an eight when okay, it was finally it was done. Okay, but I, I wanted to. I want to go to a movie. You know why? It's that, actually amazing that they all fit in that space that we're thinking right. of. Do you know? No why, one. No one's like. I don't. Why does this matter? Right. I don't. But remember that round window that was like overlooking a lobby, and you're like that's creepy. That used to be an yeah. exterior window. That was my dad's office. Yeah, I remember uh, your dad telling us that. House. That's right. Yeah. Because he that's was. Because awesome. <laughs> That's why they had two lobbies well. too. Because yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They never changed that. Picture yeah so what else did i learn and see um so i i screened abominable universal brought that mm-hmm. um super cute great timing on it it comes out the end of the month and we haven't had a kids movie pretty much all month so that's yeah. gonna be awesome since angry birds but that's somehow flopped yes it didn't weirdly great enough, yeah so i think this one will be good I felt like it recycled some characters from previous DreamWorks films, but apparently I've been told that's not the case. I mean, I'm sure they recycled the films, but... This was a DreamWorks movie? Yes. Yeah, it is. It's DreamWorks. Yeah. Um, It's about a little girl, Yi, who has lost her father, um, and she is keeping busy with her life, and her mom and her her grandma are getting worried about her and she comes across this Yeti that has escaped a research facility and lands on her roof and she forms a connection with the Yeti and decides to take him home to Mount Everest. And so they have to travel across China to get to. Did you ever see Smallfoot? Yeah. Which, which Yeti movie is better? (laughs) 
Um, it's a superior. We have movie. to know. <laughs> Ooh. Probably not that similar movies, but they both have Yetis and how many animated I kids movies with Yetis are there? I think the Yeti and Abominable also... is cuter. Um, I like the more magic aspect of that because um, there's not much magic in Smallfoot, but I thought the Smallfoot story was a little bit better because there's that twist where you find out that all their all the um, their stories and stuff were just to hide them, to keep them not knowing the truth about the humans and stuff, and then the leader, you know, no, um, knows the truth. I'm trying to rem- I'm trying to remember if Missing Link from I think back the story's in April. A little bit better. I forgot if they went to Mount Everest too or not. They do. He's trying is to find. Is it Mount Everest? I th- I think it's something in the Himalayas. There's a snowy he, he's part a, of it. He's a Bigfoot, not a Yeti, but he goes to find his cousins. To Everest because he thinks he's a Yeti too or their yeah. cousins. I'm Yetis. trying to. Wow, that movie and came out they, back in April. Then they shun him and now. attack him and. Yeah, these are so sure. hard right now. Yeah. Yeah, Mount Everest. That's Kids are loving Mount think, Everest these do days. Do you think Yetis will replace the um, Avengers? <laughs> Yetis <laughs> like is the, the next big thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yetis Why not? assemble. Why not? Uh, no, it was it's the it sign was of the cute, times, though. guys. <laughs> I, I definitely felt guilty watching it without the kids there, though. Yeah, I bet. But I'm sure they'll be just fine. <laughs> it was kind of cool. We went to this uh, downtown uh, historic theater called the Garland, and we had um, ice cream from a little the mm. cutest little ice cream truck you've ever seen. And they even had a dairy-free version because I can't do dairy. So <laughs> I had this awesome dairy-free ice cream. And then they had a local brewery come and do beers for us. And it did a beer tasting. Mm. So that was really cool. Nice. Micro brews. It was called Iron Gro- Goat. Iron Goat Brewery. What an awesome and, name. And the ice cream was called The Scoop. The Scoop. The Scoop. <laughs> it was of course. really cute. <laughs> um, so that was really fun. And yeah. Cool. Yeah, sounds like a good time. When is the next one of these? Do you know off the top of your head? or? I think there's one next week in, oh, called Geneva yeah. Convention okay. in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And then um, there is the NATO annual board meetings, I think, are in L.A. after that. And then I'm not sure. I think there's a... I don't know. I have to look. I know there's a show Canada at some point. I think that's in June, though. Lots of NATO stuff. And um, a show East. They're like Comic Cons. They pop up all over the place. <laughs> they do. Um, and then CinemaCon, which I will be attending in, I think it's April. It's around that time. March usually. or April. Yeah. Nice. Of next year. Beginning so. of April sometimes. And we'll have Vegas. to make sure those dates are up on uh, SSI's calendar. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to the calendar view, we usually have them at, under mm. industry is the, is the kind of thing mm-hmm. we categorize them as. Yeah. Um, so if you guys want to check that out on silverscreeninsider.com, <laughs> yeah, you can hopefully go to those the, dates are up there, but we'll double check. You can go to the film database and hit the calendar. Yeah. Or, or I guess it's um, Insider's Almanac is our calendar view for now. Oh, that right, might, right. That's going to change down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Letting but, for now, but for now, that's where you can find it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any wrap-up stuff? There was good talks, good... Uh, uh, screening oh i did get to see some more footage of bad boys they you know the film companies mm. brought their reels and for the most part i had seen all the trailers that they showed i mean they sh- had a little bit extras in them they tried to show us a little bit of stuff of jumanji but the the oh, yeah, special effects weren't done yet oh, so yeah. it was just like very rough <laughs> storyboarded but it gives you an idea of the scale oh, of the really? movie it's like september now and the yeah. movie's 
in December. Well, well, okay, they I could, guess. I think they have probably initial special effects done, but nothing for a trailer. So that yeah, interesting. Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay. Probably just uh-huh. wait and show the VFX in their full instead of like, yeah. you know, partially stages. done stuff. Yeah. Um. So that looks really good. And a lot of the cast is returning and then you're getting new cast. So that's, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, all the main original player characters are there. That the kids and stuff, I think only some of them are coming because there's the new, you know, the Danny Glover, yeah, the grandpas, <laughs> and uh, Danny DeVito, Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito. <laughs> Aquafina yeah. is also in there, Cody. So there you yeah. go, yeah, Aquafina. Oh, yeah, um, I hope she'll be great. Um, so that was really fun, and then I saw Bad Boys, uh, it was like an extended trailer with more of like oh, red band with more of the scenes <laughs> and stuff in mm-hmm. it, <gasps> more banter, more explosions. I, I got done with that, and I'm like, yeah, we've totally got to watch Bad Boys 2 now, like, we've <laughs> got to see it before this comes out. <laughs> I did finish the first Bad Boys while I was there. Oh, awesome! And the ending was exactly how I thought it was gonna end. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> no surprises. Well, you've I'm got sure. until December to make your way through the second one, yes. Um, so yeah, it just really good. Very much recommend it for everybody. Bad Boys? And Rocky Mountain NATO. Oh, okay. We still on Bad Boys? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Why are you talking about Bad Boys? Like I can recap Bad Boys when I see the second one. Okay. <laughs> we can't wait for that. Well, speaking of second entries, Kyle had a chance to see It Chapter 2, and he thought it was scary. It was terrifying. It's not scary. Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise is the most scariest state of my life. But uh, I, but yeah, at well, the same time, though, I do see why some would probably consider it to be not as scary as the first. Like yeah. the complaints you had about it, like I saw them. Uh, I saw that they were pretty evident. I still thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, but I'm kind of on the same page with Eric for most of what he said on last week's podcast. Yeah, it's uh, kind as of well the as general, his review, which is up now. It's kind of the general consensus of you know critics and you know a good amount of audiences is you know it's still fun to see the losers club together as yeah. grown-ups the casting's great but their chemistry is terrific that middle yeah. stretch just i don't know it takes a lot of the air out yeah i like it because i i like it because it kind of shows their own um other issues that they had that wasn't really addressed in the first ones and i thought they were able to wrap it up towards the end really well uh, well but i agree with you good, it, but it's stretched in the middle because of it, for sure. It's just so just with that repeated formulaic. Pattern. Yeah. Like, okay. And um, Pennywise is gonna pop up right now, and it still th- creeped me out. It still scared me. Do you think me. it would have done better? Because some criticism I heard is that it was just too long. Do you think? Well, that's it's too long because of that middle stretch. Yeah. Like, if they would have just picked the three main w- ones or two of them to w- do that, and yeah, then I had them come together, and everybody's got their token that or whatever. Or like, if they could just show the the human side of it and not have to show Pennywise show up and scare every single one of them every yeah. time at the exact same point. It might have helped if they stayed in one group or in small groups and tried to find ways to um, extend on their characters a bit more in groups yeah. instead of individually in the middle part that like possibly it, could have helped. Like experienced it together, but they were Somehow, in their own yeah, and Obviously that's not how yeah. it works in the book, but the movie is right. already different enough in other places. Well, you so know, an adaptation like an this issue. is a yeah. perfect opportunity to improve on maybe some of the structural well, problems from there's the source something, material. Yeah, there's something about a story that you, can, especially in a book, that you can draw out scenes more yeah. and get more in depth and, and a lot more and tell description. tell it from that character's perspective. Right. But 
but when you add to a visual storytelling, you need to condense it. It needs to be short. It needs to be the visuals have to tell the story. Not and I feel like they got lost in that idea that the visuals well, are telling. Just, yeah, it. it's just you have the one formula and you repeat it six times in a row, back to back to back to back, and it it's. I don't it scared know, it, Kyle it really bad. It did. Did you watch <laughs> it at night? Yeah, or did you do yeah, matinee? That night. Did no, you get... not matinee. Watched it uh, pretty late. Did you go with friends? Yeah, they didn't help me. Did they walk you out to your car? No. Oh, Actually, that's you. not true. Like, what did, one of them did. What was but... the scariest part? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, it, uh, actually, the scariest part for me um, is that bleacher scene. Like, you've, uh, if you've seen some of the uh, shorter trailers... It's the exact same scene from the first movie. Yeah, but it works. No. <laughs> works, gosh darn it. You know he's going to eat that little girl. Oh, of course he is. It's like, okay, is he going to eat her now? No, okay, I guess not. Uh, how about now? Yep, but at the same time, I didn't want it to be me that he eats. Well, what if it was me, Eric? <laughs> well, then you'd be dead, and you wouldn't be scared anymore. Well, <laughs> that just makes me sad. Yeah. He, he is great no, in that he scene, eats though. He a little though. girl. No, it's, it's, he's terrific. Yeah, he's like this little girl in the bleachers at a just... baseball game. Oh. And he's like... He guilts her into thinking like everybody always it looks like laughs at me because I look funny. And she's like, I have a birthmark. People laugh at me too. Which, by the way, I had no clue that was a birthmark <laughs> until she said that. And I was like, I thought that was just a shadow <laughs> that whole time. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, we both look weird. Come over here. And then he eats her. Oh. It's the exact same scene as the opening of the first movie. Oh. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes, it is, but. <laughs> Still works, That's why man. I can't watch these movies. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm already upset. And yeah. you just told me about it. I didn't visually see it, but I can only imagine. Yeah, you like it is a really his good mouth scene, though. Opens wide. I he has like a thousand details. teeth, and he's like, oh. I'm thinking about it again. Like it's such a cool scene, but it's it scared me. It's an okay scene. I liked it a lot, <laughs> but I, I, I am like I am online with what Eric's saying. Dead center about in it. your heart, or something. There is something. No, it's just not a. A Pennywise shaped, yeah. Like maybe your soul is missing a little bit. It's definitely not missing. I can feel feels, but if it's not done well, then I'm not gonna feel as much because I'm gonna be like, you could have done this way better, and then I would have felt something. (laughs) But you kind of dropped the ball on your execution there, buddy. Yeah, she died in vain. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, well, that sucks. Killing kids for nothing here. Come on, death was kind of boring and repetitive. No, <laughs> your death was kind of boring and repetitive. Uh, no, I don't know. I I get why people didn't think it wasn't as scary as the first, but I'm just, well, I'm think, just as scary. As I'm just the biggest. Do you scary think it's going to get the repeat viewing that made the first one so successful? I kind of have a feeling so. it's not. Not as much. I don't think so. It'll still be successful, but not as much. Yeah. So, do you think Hustlers is going to beat it this weekend? It could. I mean, Hustlers guys, is kind of getting. It's kind of like a. It's getting some it's buzz. It's a surprise how well it's been received. Getting some hype. People are you think going it's Cardi crazy B? for J-Lo. You, you think it's J-Lo or do you think it's Cardi B? Oh, it's no, Cardi it's, B and it's, Lizzo. Like yeah, it, it's well, that's, sure. that's probably why people will go see it. But yeah. Jennifer Lopez, I almost said Lawrence. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is, people are like talking like Oscar best actress stuff for her. What? Yeah, like legitimately. I'm going to see it tonight. So I'll let you know if that's deserving. Or I not, don't know if I that don't know. We'll see. speaks to how good she is or speaks to how poorly all the other actresses have done this year. <laughs> or if the director just <laughs> was know. able to bring out a really good performance. I don't know. I'm, I am really, I've been really curious about this movie for a while and I'm yeah, looking Kyle's forward to seeing love it. Those trailers. It's a good trailer. It's okay. It's, yeah. 
super it's, good. It's Kyle. clearly working. Yeah. <laughs> I always get the I love morning sex line stuck in my head every yeah. time I see that trailer. <laughs> I love morning sex. I I want the remix now with Cardi B and um Eric. <laughs> Eric's featured on her song. <laughs> yeah, cool. but it, it's possible that it could be able to outperform It'll be close if it doesn't. It'll be it'll be close. It will yeah, exactly. September it'll be is close. such a weird month. <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you guess who will not be seeing it at all this weekend? <laughs> Movie pass user? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going I with that. I, had, I didn't have a clue. I was like, who, Eric? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, really to the surprise of no one, but to the huge relief and celebration of myself. And film oh, companies. And, and Movie us. Pass is officially calling it quits effective tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I just found out about that like three hours ago. Yeah. Tomorrow, they're calling it quits. Uh, What's the the parent company? Helios and Matheson, I think. Yeah. And they put out a statement, and I'm slightly paraphrasing, but they're like, we, we're shut down. Movie Pass <laughs> has been unable to find a solution at all. Like, there's no telling if or when will they'll ever come back. Right. So, yeah, it's starting tomorrow. They're they're gone. They're gone. Well, I think, you know, they had a model that was unsustainable because they had to pay per capita prices. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, no. We've been talking so, about this for over a year now. But Bring now it down, guys. Have, episode 77. Right. This is it. They have the competition <laughs> the from the major theater chains for their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think whatever anybody ever says about movie pass what it showed was that people liked the subscription model for movie going that that price point does matter and Mm -hmm. it does affect movie going that and then if you can get entry prices down theater ticket prices down um you will get more people going but no i mean that's kind of what we touched on the last time we talked about the story i made Mm -hmm. i was sure to mention that in the write-up i did but you know if anything movie pass ended up just a horrible dumpster fire but you know it was it kind of set the the whatever you know it showed that people are more than willing to go to the movie we talked about this at the rocky mountain natal just briefly because there just is some barriers to a really good subscription model one of them being the film companies themselves they want their per capita prices that have been established they don't want to lose money in the market um for you know for more people to go. So that's always going to be an issue because if you always had to pay established prices where they're at today and you can never go down in price, um, then you, through the subscription model, like um, how do you charge, you know, how do you charge for the tickets? Where do you base your subscription model Which for the breakage point? The point at which you cover your expense to the film company and um, and it's still a deal you still save from the your average ticket price and and if your average ticket price is you know a certain amount it's just really hard to get that that savings in there yeah. so um i think the subscri- subscription model works for the major theater chains oh, yeah. because they can afford to lose a little because they can make up that difference but there's a lot of independents that just can't afford to do that no it's again it's still kind of a rocky path but mm-hmm. i mean out of movie passes ashes uh the amc one a list yeah you know they're they're growing they're growing you know it's and a, regal's still pushing their new thing yeah so. it's um 
it'll be a good I think it could be a good thing for movie going it's just I think it's so predicated on the studios either doing something with their terms yeah you know or doing something allowing the per capita to go down in certain markets so you can get a loyalty subscription program going for independence I'm confident that, you know this subscription thing will center itself and the methods that don't work will be weeded out I yeah. mean, everything is subscription model based now. Everything. Yeah. There's even subscription yeah. car washes now. You know, you pay like. Wait, actually? Yeah. I can get subscriptions to the spa. Yeah. No, everything. So I can get one spa treatment a month. Yeah, my grandpa loves to wash his car. You know, <laughs> and he has a car wash subscription, and he wow. washes it every single day. <laughs> he washes his car every day. Every, every day. Oh. <laughs> the man loves I wish his I car. Had the time. That's fair. That's a good. Well, he's retired now. So. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, well, bye, movie pass. Yeah, good riddance. <laughs> Mitch Lowe. I don't want to read any more Mitch Lowe emails. Oh, yeah, yeah. no kidding. Ugh. Good riddance to those two. No, I yeah. think... It I did, think it did for... really pave the way for all these other models. Yeah, thanks you for guys what you did, right. but oof, what you became. Right. Yeah, what, no, thank you. Where the butt of the they joke. crossed the line for me is where they were trying to get cuts of the theater's concession saying that because of them they're oh, bringing yeah. people in <laughs> i yeah. thought at that you point you, you crossed the line and now you've turned into the enemy you're and then dangerous when that didn't now. work they started lying to their customers and freezing their yeah. accounts yeah and- <laughs> they also blacked out uh some of their times and shows well, as well they, like they they're blacking out everything and then they black- movies that had been out for yeah five basically months. like the majority of them <laughs> yeah and then they blacked out locations because you just right. randomly so right yep well that- Mark it down, guys. Episode seventy-seven, the yeah. conclusion to Movie Pass for this podcast. Movie Pass twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen. Yeah, September, yeah. Something. September fourteenth, twenty nineteen was its death day. <laughs> it was yeah. its death day. Um, another thing we wanted to talk about regarding the theaters is Hollywood Reporter did a survey on the ideal number of trailers, and we yeah. just thought this was super interesting. Um, I'll let you talk about it a little bit more, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. So what? Um. Hollywood Reporter found was that uh, for who they all poll, ninety or fifty nine percent of audiences are wanting to have about one to three trailers shown before a movie. Maximum, uh, right? What? Yeah, twenty one percent of them preferred four to six trailers, and then after that, it's basically just a big drop off of two percent being like, I would want seven to nine, maybe. Or they're probably one- just like. I- doesn't really matter to me. Just yeah, I mean, there however was, many you want to. There was there. a percentage. I I forget the percentage that it was, but there was like a sizable percentage who was like, I don't know, zero trailers would be awesome, or like one <laughs> percent was, you know, ten plus trailers. Like I'd rather have fifteen or something like that. But the majority is about audiences are wanting one to three yeah. trailers. And I could have told you that myself. Right. I mean, I hate going to the movie and it's like. 25 sometimes 30 minutes of previews and it's like oh my i mean gosh. 15 to 20 minutes of previews plus whether that includes the theater promotions or not it's a mystery yeah. it just depends right. on the theater itself because there's commercials now oh do you remember when you used to go and there was no commercials no the, i don't think i remember that i Truth remember told, the day like, and it, i hated when yeah. they introduced commercials because i don't even have tv i don't want to see commercials <laughs> and yeah. so that's true you know nowadays really I pay for the nice hulu so i don't have commercials <laughs> yeah same here it's so yeah go, it's weird the movie theater is like the Dude. main place i see ads it's like what are these yeah <laughs> i mean
mean, I don't mind like local, the pre-screen ads, but I hate seeing national commercials. I hate seeing people pretend to just think their sip of Coke is the best thing in the oh, world. Oh, I just, oh, the I'm Diet Coke promotions. because I'm just cool that because way. Because I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing me. It's like, uh, I drink Diet Coke because I'm cool You threw cool that, that thing that in the garbage yeah. when it was still three quarters full as soon as you got the last take. Yeah. Well, I, I'm with you guys. Um, it's been happening to me for the longest time where I just can't stand trailers anymore. I mean, one, we're just so conditioned to seeing them instantly on internet all the time that it's just, you know, it's normal for us to see trailers. So when we go, we don't want to see them again. And plus, because everything is so instant for us in this day and age, mm-hmm. it's not needed to where theaters have to be able to show so much uh, right. product so, before the movie. I think a couple of things about this survey one is i think the ideal is the three to four and that wasn't an option in the survey but i think if it had been that's where people i think that would be the most fair yeah because i think people yeah. want some people like to trailers. see good trailers and you know yeah. they're and i'm the same way too you know it's it's if the trailers are good they may turn you on right. to something that you haven't heard of before like ooh, that could be good i'm gonna make take note of that but my biggest issue especially with a theater here locally is that they don't curate the trailers they don't put children's trailers on children's programming <laughs> to where it makes sense they don't um limit the amount they have older versions of the trailer when you know newer versions are out yeah I mean, they have just, been out for a while yeah it's just maintenance and then they have so many and we have a large theater chain theater here and i've heard that the large theater chains make the film companies pay for Mm -hmm. so that there's no incentive for them to curate or condense the amount of trailers like hey guys come to our theater to see these cool movies yeah it's just like it's like if i can get 20 trailers on there that just means more money for me so there's no incentive for them to to do anything, but I really hate taking my kids to a kids movie and having ten trailers. That's what I was just gonna say. The excessive oh, trailers I mean, really plus co- they're the really theater a problem. promotion stuff too. Yeah, that's an additional. Well, the two excessive to three. trailers that's... are really a problem with kids movies because so all of a sudden bad. that adds another half hour to a kids movie, mm-hmm. and their attention spans are only yeah, I only ninety like, minutes at the most. At can't... the most, <laughs> and then you add another thirty on top of that, and we're bouncing out of our seats yeah. before the end of the movie. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a movie sat through endless trailers and then when the movie starts i go wait what am i watching again oh it chapter two right okay. yeah and like and that's not like a in a joking matter i've had like legit moments where i'm like i forgot what movie i'm in or supposed to be <laughs> oh in. it happens to me right. yeah 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 it, sometimes think, if it's a really bad movie and you want to have a couple beers beforehand i mean maybe worn yeah. off by the time the movie starts yeah i i th- and i think that's for a lot of people too not just like us film snobs but also no. <laughs> like the casual movie audience i mean you see a lot of people Showing up like right before the movie starts, like how it actually starts, whereas like yep. the showtime. And then you're trying because to, of you're it. trying to do the math, like okay, well the movie starts at this time, but I've reserved going to be at least twenty five minutes worth, so we could probably yeah. get away with leaving, you know, twenty minutes after. Right. Yeah, it's. I, I think theaters should really try and take notice of this research and try to find a way to and and um, the studio should also work with this too. So that way we can have theaters having only about three to four trailers, maybe less, but I think three to four would be the right number. I'm I'm only worried though, that what you're going to get is at that point, if you limit it too much is trailers from just that film company slate. Cause they oh, come pre-programmed and oh, yeah. pre like they are already requested feels like that to anyway, have them. Depending on the size. Yeah. So like Disney's only ever going to have yeah. one or two Disney 
teasers right before a film and and that's not fair you you do like as a theater owner if i'm showing a disney film but i know universal minions animated movie is coming up i'm gonna want to show that trailer i'm not gonna want to be limited uh because i can only show two to three and disney requires the three slots filled with Mm -hmm. theirs i mean so 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 there is some curating that needs to happen it's just more thought needs to be put into it maybe on the kids stuff you limit it to actually just animated kids movies coming out Mm -hmm. not all family movies and then on the bigger ones you can have more when there's more adults there a bit more diverse uh, selection maybe just take some but that just takes good theater managers and good projectionists building that yeah pre-screen stuff a lot better yeah i mean definitely they should at least try and make sure their slate is sensible right and, and it's targeted <laughs> regardless to, of the length of it just make it sensible right and target to the audience that's yeah. actually going and i think that for the independent smaller theaters they need to think a lot more about the movies they're actually getting and not just putting whatever trailers on trail mix that they get yeah are on the trailer dcp that they have to actually work with their booker to figure out the upcoming slate mm-hmm. and then really work on that i yeah i honestly do think that'll help the theater experience for a lot of their customers and i do hope that theaters and studios find yeah. that nice middle ground so that way audiences will be able to have what we're asking for yeah. it's a good theater experience that doesn't take so long with show, showing so much right. stuff beforehand Four, yeah, I think four to six max, six max max trailers. Yeah, which is six funny because quite a bit. Because within that, um, within that survey they took, like the common audiences that go to movie theaters are basically like the twenty-one to thirty-year-old somewhere in there, and a large majority of them, like despite them saying like one to three trails would be preferred, but I'm okay with having like four to six. Yeah. I think that the three to six was, or three to five was the actual probably range that everybody's comfortable because people do want more than one. And we just feel a little random. Cheap. Yeah. yeah weird. Like, sure. Okay, I guess there was a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three's probably the good for pa- kids. Three's stuff. a pattern. Yeah. And then six, Filmmaking six to for adults. If you mm-hmm. wanted to throw a couple extras in there. Um, especially if you had yeah types of movies different and that's the thing too like um you know when you go through your social media like on your facebook a lot of ads are for me because of the things i like and how the googles is tracking tracking. me (laughs) i get a lot of trailers and and clips in my facebook feed as the ads now yeah and so i see this stuff so much so if i could just limit the trailer trailers and mm-hmm. have them be the latest best longest trailers yeah maybe even just maybe even just have the difference in trailers maybe just have them be more clips things you're not going to get on facebook or you know like actual scenes yeah i mean that's kind of what we, we talked about this last week it's kind of what warner bros is doing with their exclusive um trailers for tenet and birds of prey but i mean they're not scenes necessarily they're just small clips and piled together for like a teaser but it's kind of what they're doing to where it's exclusive Mm -hmm. so maybe if they were like you said and i think you said this last week too if they were shot as maybe more as scenes and not as clips then that would be a good middle ground i was a little disappointed that warners brought their reel and didn't include the birds of prey 
Interesting. <laughs> well, I, right? I mean, you're not. It's yeah. That does but make. I mean, it, it makes a little bit of sense because it's still pretty exclusive. Standing by that. What is more exclusive thing. than <laughs> we had security there? There was a guy ready to take your mm-hmm. cell phone. Like you could not have your cell phone. I out. just this mean was, for audiences, not for. I, the crowd the there targeted audience <laughs> i wish, just wish i would have gotten some of that i think we'll be able to i think they'll show it at more conventions once joker gets closer or Probably. when joker gets released i think we'll see that trailer online ha- is joker at toronto film festival it just yeah, was it, it, yeah it, it, yeah as well as venice it won a big award at venice it recently it, yeah it won the top like, prize the yes. golden lion yep it's been won by like Shape of Water and Roma, like the there's quite big a bit more negative of... reviews coming out of I think Telluride, maybe Toronto, I think Toronto, the most recent one. Yeah, that was Toronto. Think... Not super super negative, but yeah. I think the narrative of the is this a safe movie to release in this time? That's kind of starting to come about. Yeah, spread yeah. itself around. We talked more. about it a bit in last week, I think. There's a. And, some people not, are just not a fan remember. of how cold and cynical it is. Some people are calling it kind of derivative, but I think the moral viewpoint of the whole, you know, the culture we're in and the type of movie and the type of person that yeah. Joker is, people are kind of questioning. Especially the impact of the character, like back in whether or not it's an ethical decision yeah. to have this kind of movie come out, which is a, a controversial take in and of itself, but. Well, I, people are talking about it though. It's it's going to the Oscars. it's getting that buzz. You yeah, cance- lots of buzz. Once you start cancel culturing the films before they even come out, that's censorship. Now yeah, you're yeah. censoring people. I mean, that happened with the hunt. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, after that one shooting. I mean, to be Universal fair, nobody's movie, no. saying to cancel this movie, but it. Right. I don't know how. But it's if criticism I agree, waged yeah, I don't, on it. I don't know. If, I don't know how. For even much I agree it. with letting the moral wider picture of our society right. affect your view of the movie. Like if the movie is well made, it's well made. Yeah. Cause the controversy, I don't know. controversy should, aside. No, that's not the right way to say the, it. What they're criticizing is it being made because of the context of the character. Yeah. And that is sense self censorship right there. Like yeah. you, you shouldn't question it. Just be like, okay, let's explore this character. You may or may not like it, but we're going to let it happen. I think with your point with the hunt was it wasn't canceled because of the shooting. It was canceled because conservative personalities on TV came out and said that they were hunt, that the hunting was liberals hunting. Conservatives. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> and which is totally, I don't think what <laughs> the movie is about. No, I don't think so either, but and you're if, right though. That is where that came from. And if anything, mm-hmm. it's obvious that the person that they're, equating that conservative person to kicks butt and kicks their <laughs> liberals butt so i just don't see why that's a problem uh, people, but it, it's so sad how predictable it, it always yeah. just comes back to people you know reacting instantly and emotionally mm-hmm. reading headlines anonymously. and not the body yeah you know it's and then being anonymous online it's all noise yeah. i don't know i'm sure the joker will be you know there's yeah there's gonna be probably lots of similarities just the nature of the characters the guy he's ostracized isolated from society and decides to get revenge people are like that's how that's the mindset of a lot of these mass shooters it's irresponsible to make a movie that could champion those types of people yeah but there's also a lot of movies that that have done it before maybe they're just making a joker movie and they make him look sad and pathetic and there's nothing wrong with that either that's definitely that's not the agenda that they're going for of course but that's the narrative that some people are painting it's interesting when you see a lot of critics 
the main driving force of the score is not related to the movie itself, right. but okay. to the greater picture of how it reflects our, you know, like the time that it's released. Mm-hmm. Like if this movie was released five, 10 years ago, I'm sure the reviews would be way more positive. Right. Is it, I don't know. It's things like that that are interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm very interested by that movie. More yeah. so than I thought I would be. I did see a Joker trailer that they brought, but um, it was one I had already seen, so I was kind of sad about that, too. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. I mean, we're just at a weird point in the year where they just don't have enough of the fall stuff that you really want to see done yet. Yeah, once these festivals keep going and we kind of start hearing about more and more stuff, it'll pick up. Right. Yeah, once the, once the festivals wrap up, I think Eric and I were thinking about trying to see what's going to be coming out to yeah, where we the heard lots contenders. of buzz. Yeah, big contenders I mean, right now it sounds to keep like, an eye out on. You know, surprisingly enough, you know, Joker will most likely go yeah. all the way to the Oscars. Um, Apparently Jennifer um, <laughs> Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, yeah, no yeah that was at, actually at a Is she going to be our dark horse this year? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Knives Out has been getting lots of great stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. That yeah. lo- that trailer is so awesome. It plays so well on the big screen. Oh, yeah, it, it does. Yeah, you know what? It plays like I I realized when I was watching Universal's upcoming slate that I just don't do musical movies. I've never seen Greatest Showman. I've never seen Les Mis. I just don't do those song and dance musical Are movies. Are you talking about Cats? Yeah. <laughs> so I want to preface that before I criticize Cats, but they're like feline forms, and they're like they're creepy. It. On the big screen is so off-putting. They're off-putting on any. So that's off-putting. That's I not think, a controversial thing to no, say. No, I, I thought I was giving it the benefit of the doubt, but blown up bigger mm-hmm. with the. It's oh. Like, oh, oh god, that's so funny. So creepy. Because I'm kind of on the opposite side. They still look weird, but well, I do I'm, think I'm it looks better on the big screen than on the computer screen. I'm or gonna see it just because you know my curiosity gets the better I of me. Probably found a lot of people yeah. that are actually really excited. Like, oh, I've seen it on Broadway, and I can't wait for the movie. Mm-hmm. But I can't get over how they look. It's just I feel like anybody who doesn't have a nostalgia for the actual show, yeah, thinks that way. But I the just, people who like oh, yeah. love the musical, like, oh, yes, I love. I, I mean, even people that love the musical, most of them are like, I don't know what they're doing, but uh, cats. It's not <laughs> just like the feline forms are off-putting, but it's the scale in this film is so. Yeah, they're all tiny. They're super tiny because they're supposed to be cats. Yeah, yeah. they made like so they made weird. like big sets, but, but they're they, obviously not. For, like, but they're these obviously humans people. in cat mm-hmm. suits, and that's why show you know Broadway things are different. Like the Lion King Broadway show. Yeah, they're obviously wearing costumes animal costumes but yeah. you know they're obviously costumes if this newest lion king was made the cat's way <laughs> where they like use cgi to fuse the humans with the animal costumes it might get bashed Ooh, more than it did man, that would be <laughs> it's, it's yeah so i think i'm really put off by the scale of it like oh, i think a lot of people are and and the if it's weird because you don't know where the costume ends and because of so the I'm saying, digital they're fused together they're so fused <laughs> And I'm so and fused. I still because I'm not familiar with the play. I still don't understand what the story is about because they just have the do. scening. They don't have any dialogue. Something about cat heaven. I know that. Like which one of us is gonna ascend? Yeah. <laughs> which do do you want a better life? I think was the only line actually uttered in that yeah. that wasn't sun that I could actually understand. It's gonna be an interesting one. 
Ugh. Christmas Day. Jennifer Lawrence. Or Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> She's killed I, it in the trailer. That's all I know. <laughs> well, her voice is just so fantastic. Yeah. It's, if I closed my eyes and just listened to it, I would enjoy it more. Mm, I like this. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I'm so watching. Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, where were we at? Cats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I mean, coming that's, out December. That's pretty much the end of it, though. That was. Yeah. That was... I, that was all I experienced. <laughs> right about NATO. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're glad to have you back anyway. Yeah. I'm so glad to be back. Mm-hmm. I mean, those things are really fun, but they probably wear you out. I am so exhausted. I, it was a tough week. Like there was a lot of um, issues, like with some bookings and stuff. And you're trying to like do it on your phone and yeah. <laughs> and from the room and a laptop. And it's just it's just so nice to be at your desk. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. All my stuff here. It's so nice to be in an office. It is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty much everything we have. Yeah, what you are guys, the new movies this weekend? Hustlers um, and the, the Goldfinch. Goldfinch. Goldfinch which that right. has not been getting good praise at um, recent film festivals. But nope. hopefully it will play well. We shall see. Maybe. It's a long one. Yeah, another long one. We should talk about on the next week's podcast. There was another Hollywood Reporter oh, article. I, I think I read that one. About is the length of films coming out this year killing movie going? Because yeah. they are croaching on that three hour mark. Yeah. I it mean, depends on if they're entertaining. Yeah. That's I mean, that's kind of what, what any article, movie comes down to. You have to earn your running time. Right. That's it what too, the article mm, said. You really earn it. But it also just made a really good point. Like, it by going longer running times, you can only have so many show times in a day mm-hmm. and you lose show times. And then you're trying to compensate by putting it on multiple screens, but then you're taking away times that for other lucrative movies. And, and you add seven hours of previews on top yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. So a two and a half hour turns into a three and a three turns into a three and a half. And then you need clean time. Yeah. <laughs> but So you're looking at three hours, maybe even because f- you want to give your, yourself enough clean time, 10 to 15 minutes, three hours, 45 minutes. And you hurt yourself like this because you played the goldfinch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, mistake. That'll be, that'll be interesting once we kind of look into it more kind right. of, you know, because obviously it worked for Avengers. That's yeah. What, that's what the article said, but that's the only one that I think once upon a time did fine. But I really still stand by the fact that they could have lost that 20 minute scene at that creepy no, old no, studio no, ranch. No, no, no. And it would have had a much better run. That's time. like how it, actually I didn't realize that. But like all of that was like pretty much exactly how it was in real life like the blind guy living there and having yeah. sex with that one woman i could have just and living i don't know i think he just that's a different topic. yeah oh i love upon that a time i love oh, that scene. i had no idea what we were talking yeah. about there oh, i missed that and, it, and we could have had the big sticking points of finding the guy and finding out he's sleeping with her but it just that there was so much lawn awkward silence yes. and creepy walking building it's scary I would have had I would have had suspense built if it would just would have gotten to it. Mm, that's like, <laughs> that's like he pulled up and walked up to the okay. creepy house. Would have had me vehemently. Would have saved twenty minutes, people. Well, twenty awesome just, minutes that I loved. You just anyways. We can definitely thing. talk about <laughs> this course. more. Uh, I would have on rather have podcast. substituted. Right, we'll keep going. <laughs> those twenty yeah, minutes right. for twenty cool. minutes cool. more at the very end with the flamethrower. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Just hold it there and just burning her for 20 minutes straight until she's literally. Well, maybe more minutes of that. Maybe even another fun scene with the flamethrower. Like he goes and he yells at the, like some, if anybody's left in the house. He had, he's still wearing it when the cops come. Maybe in the extended miniseries version on Netflix. (laughs) Which will probably happen. 
Um, but yeah, yeah we those are our two about... new movies. What? Sorry. So I, I was gonna say yeah, those are our two new movies. Yeah, Goldfinch and Hustlers. Um, I think Hustlers will take it all this weekend. I think it could. Maybe it's gonna be a tied race, like uh, Eric was saying, between that and It Chapter Two. What are you gonna go see tonight? Hustlers. Yep. What are you I thought do? I was gonna see the Goldfinch <laughs> yeah. yesterday, but then I realized that there was no early show. So, I mean, I'll. I mean, I feel like now I have to see Goldfinch. Right. Is it? I don't it, really want to see it that bad anymore. It is at our theater now. Yeah. It, it, there just wasn't an early show. Oh, I saw Bonneville, okay. so I did my good <laughs> deed for this week. I don't know. If, yeah. I, if I find time. I don't. I was hoping to see that one too, just to check it out. I don't want to go see strippers and Goldfinch. Don't, don't worry. See I'm going to see strippers. Thank you. Thank you for taking the one for the up. team. And then I don't want to see a mommy <laughs> blow up. So you two need to take each find your niche and take it for <laughs> this week. Eric's niche is sadness, sadness. and mine is strippers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it that way, I guess. Okay. I All right. I wonder if your girlfriend would agree with that. She's. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> she even listened to this. We'll see. No. She better. <laughs> oh, you guys. My husband listens to this. Well, I that is very sweet of him. Do you make him? Yeah, we listen to it on the car. <laughs> He's probably like, I already hear these two enough. In fact, I, don't I want listened it to last week's and the week before um, on the way down to Spokane. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I want to catch up. I want to catch up it's with little, their material. Voices it's again. a little weird to listen to myself, but then I forget about what is said in that podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a good part. And then I like listening to it with somebody <laughs> good else. Good point. Mm. Good point, Cody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, another good point. This yeah. Cody guy, this Cody girl is uh, pretty smart and Ken's <laughs> like, so, yeah, it's you. <laughs> that'd be so creepy if that's how it was. I just am like, oh, oh, there's a really funny part. They said something really funny here coming up. Just so full of yourself. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, I said I they. Meant, I, I wasn't talking about joke. me. Just championing us. Like, the here. guys said something great. Oh, we do my bad. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Probably. A lot of the time. Might, might be more Eric now than Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. That's very that. fair. He sounded really smart in this. Kyle, mm, I don't know. Nah, he's the dingus of the group. Yeah. <laughs> strippers, you know. Just, strippers. <laughs> you probably went and saw strippers earlier in the day. <laughs> High quality strippers, though, apparently. That's what they're saying. <laughs> don't take my word for it. <laughs> okay. We're going to find out his stripper, like, spirit guide when he comes back next week. <laughs> Are you more a Cardi B? Are you more the Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> we'll find out next week, <laughs> He's huh? totally the Lizzo. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, I think All that's right. it. Have I a good weekend. I like I've said that like five times. I'm going to go sleep for the next couple of days and switch my babies. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.